1: Oh, hi. I'm sorry. I didn't see you there. That's totally awkward random.
0: Kia ora, everyone, and welcome back to another in-real-life loose and squisher dish of the shit show. You're probably in for another short one this week, if I'm honest, everyone.
1: Well, yeah. I mean... <laughs>
0: well, you know. Yeah. We've got busy Let's lives.
1: Let's taper the expectations now.
0: Always. I've like... got nothing. Yeah, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, I'm obsessed <laughs> So, and I've only got minimal things, so...
1: I've got an excuse. We had a dinner at the winery on Monday night, and (laughs) I was experiencing dust levels on Tuesday, and I had to put together furniture on Tuesday night, so...
0: And we've all been hungover, and no one wants to write a podcast script when they're hungover. Mm. Especially when they know they're this good just winging it.
1: (laughs) And especially when you're old like me.
0: Yeah. But despite all that, I will say, I think we've got a good episode for you. There's going to be news, there's going to be banter, uh, and you're not going to have to listen for too long. But Squish, let's go for, if you've got one, your weirdest thing.
1: Okay. Even though I didn't write a script, I am still chronically online. so That's why we
0: trust him with this job.
1: Yeah. And I do have a weirdest thing. It's the aggressive sea otter in Santa Cruz, California, uh, snatching surfers' boards. So Santa Cruz is a big surfy town, surfy place. Yeah. Um, I was there just recently looking at all the surfy people doing the surfing. Um, and there is a, a California otter that is uh, quite aggressively, <laughs> I think, taking uh, taking over surfers' surfboards. There's a tweet here from native Santa Cruz um, of... Some quite cute photos of an otter sitting on a surfboard. Lucy, look.
0: Oh, it's cute until you realise.
1: Well, the tweet says, this may seem cute, but it's not.
0: Oh, <laughs> how do we think that? This
1: sea otter was very aggressive, and the surfer actually abandoned his board and swam to shore.
0: Oh, okay. Like, why am I kind of thinking, go off sea otter?
1: So, the surfer did get his surfboard back. Um, a catamaran nearby went and picked it up. You can't really see it, Lucy, but there are bite marks in oh the surfboard. Oh, my
0: God. Okay.
1: Mm. So, so
0: angry, angry beavers.
1: Angry, angry beavers, but saltwater and otters. Um, otters. Yeah, a <laughs> completely different seen, animal.
0: Have you seen them hold hands, though? Otters hold hands mm. when they're sleeping, I think.
1: Yeah, well, tell that to the surfers. Yeah. I think.
0: Not, not only did you have a weirdest thing, but you had a very squish coded weirdest thing.
1: Oh, well, it is my internet, so.
0: True. Your internet.
1: Mm. What about what was on your internet?
0: Okay, this actually didn't start on the internet, but now I've put it on the internet. But basically, as I've been back home... That's cheating. I've been... Okay, that's cheating. Who brought zero story... Who added okay, zero okay, things okay, to the script? Okay,
1: okay, okay.
0: Um, as I've been home, I've sort of been looking through all my old diaries and shit, and Dad's been doing a bit of a clean out, so just... Your your memory's just staring you in the face at the moment, if you're me. And... I found something that I wrote when I was seven that's like unhinged. So at the back of this book, it's like age 7.8 years old, which I definitely didn't know what 0.8 meant. Um, Eye colour. Yeah, is that
1: eight months or
0: is that. No. Do you have a
1: date on the. No. So we can figure it out. Okay.
0: Um, Eye colour. Green and blue, but I wear glasses. Like, Mm. height. Yeah, that changes them. Yeah, so it was like quite good to have a literal timestamp of who I was when I wrote this. But I was seven, and I wrote this. Being young isn't easy. It ain't no walk in the park. The world is big and scary when you're right back at the start. There's so much more to learn. Tell me now. Where's it going to fit? I need some help to rest.
1: Yeah, so the (laughs) two things. (laughs) You've always been a brilliant writer, obviously. <laughs> no. Secondly, the rhyming scheme sort of falls off towards the end, but I think that was kind of intentional. It's
0: kind of um giving like more complex lyricists or or yeah, poet than because where's
1: like... it where's it gonna fit that? I mean, that's kind of a uh, uh, a slow decay into into yeah. insanity. I, th- I feel. feel. Yes. Um, whereas the the rhyming scheme correlates with that because it slowly it disintegrates I guess
0: it feels crazy because like not gonna lie that's kind of unhinged for a seven year old to like it feels like I don't know what I was thinking when I wrote it but it feels like I felt like th- there wouldn't be enough room in my brain it's a
1: seven year old grappling with the real issues like where is all this information going to go There's
0: so much more to learn where is it yeah, gonna yeah. fit yeah
1: yeah there are more things in this world that we don't know than what we do know I'm only seven years old <laughs>
0: And then I need some help to rest. Is how it
1: is? I need some help to rest. Oh, God. Okay, well, let's not even start getting into that. So,
0: like, was this keeping me up at night? Was I needing to pop some melatonin? Yeah.
1: Were you looking for a prescription for something? You're seven years old. You probably didn't even know the things like that existed.
0: Oh, my God. So, anyway.
1: That's- well, that's not what I thought your weirdest thing that you put online was going to be.
0: What did you think it was I thought be? it was
1: going to be your investigation into the graffiti in the C-block bathrooms at Mobile Girls College circa 2011.
0: Okay, well, it's funny you say that because if anyone here has any information I'd like to know, if you're at Mobile Girls College and you know someone that was there from 2011 to 2015 that may have written this about me, let me know. But basically... Either me or Ruby went to the bathroom and saw someone had written urgent news, Lucy Blakiston is an uptight, skanky little bitch. Is so untrue. Wow. I wasn't... Well, uptight, actually, maybe. But I wasn't a skanky no, little bitch. No, you were not bitch. skanky. No, no, I was that's not for sure. skanky. No. Fuck, I wish I was. Anyway, so Ruby, bless her soul, goes back through, we're in science, and she goes and she scribbles it out with Vivid, like a fucking good bitch. She's
1: had your back since, like, day one.
0: No, she literally has, since year eight, as I've just read, going back through all these old memories. But I don't know who wrote it to this day. However, I did read in my diary a few months later, which is a clue, Mm. someone wrote something else about me in the toilets that was like... Lucy, it was when I was I hadn't really sung in front of people before at school, and then I did a performance with a girl,
1: like Dale from yeah Step
0: <laughs> but then I did a performance with a girl, and then I got asked to go and do a few more performances, mm. and then the next thing that was written about me was she's getting such a big head, she is not even a good singer or something because of all
1: that knowledge that's gone <laughs> in there. <laughs> <laughs> seven. Okay, well, I was really, I didn't, first of all, I didn't know that you had, it. I knew the, of the lore, I knew of yeah. Lucy Blackson's uptight skanky little bitch, I kind of thought it was ho for a while, but whatever.
0: Yeah.
1: I didn't know there was a photo of it. Yeah. And the writing is really, really neat. So yeah. I think it was a teacher.
0: No, I know exactly who it was now that I've read in my diary the follow-up. So anyway, yeah, I'm on the hunt. If you know anything um, about the person that called me an uptight skanky little bitch with a big head that can't even sing... Let me know. Slide into my or, DMs.
1: Or, if you want to be anonymous.
0: Oh yeah, let Nick know.
1: Let me know and I won't spill the beans. Your True. secret is safe with me.
0: And because I'm not going to be mad, I just think it'll make a really good story if I could finish it.
1: Mm. If I could mm, it yeah, it needs a uh, resolution.
0: Anyway, before we get into the two new stories that we actually do have for you this week, we should hear from our sponsors. Okay, Squish, so I don't know if you saw this morning, but I woke up, and this is why I like writing the newsletter on the day of, because this story had only just sort of broken and it was everywhere, and it was that a US soldier is being held in North Korea after crossing the border without authorization. So, uh, do you know much about the story?
1: No, I know very little about the story.
0: And the thing is, like, we all kind of know quite little about it, but I'll tell you all what we know. So... Essentially, a U.S. soldier was being escorted back to the U.S. for disciplinary reasons um, before he turned around at the airport in South Korea. So he was going from South Korea back to America.
1: Oh, so he was on the ship beforehand.
0: Yeah, he was, he was in South Korea. I wonder what he did. Yeah, and then he turned around at the airport in South Korea and joined a border tour. Like, you could go on a tour of the North Korean-South Korean, South Korean hmm. border.
1: So wasn't somebody not, like, looking after him? Or?
0: Well, that's the thing. It's just, and apparently, as we'll get to, he, like, laughed while he was doing it Or He sounds like he was acting quite menacingly, like, quite, like the intrusive thoughts were winning. Mm. So anyway, while he was on that border tour, in my head, he's, like, run off like a little kid, and he's joined this tour.
1: Like, in full uniform?
0: Yeah, I don't know. We For some
1: reason, I thought, when you told me, I thought he was a guard, and oh. he just wandered over.
0: Well, no. And so he went on this tour. He crossed the concrete demarcation line that separates North and South Korea. But no one really knows yet if he intended to, like, defect to North Korea or if it was just, like, being really reckless and impulsive. But a person that witnessed the this turn of events said that was in the, the same tour group mm-hmm. um, told CBS that the man just gives out a loud ha-ha-ha and then just runs between some buildings. And then apparently um, the person on the tour group then said, I thought it was a bad joke at first, but when he didn't come back, I realised it wasn't a joke. So he just, he ran over the demarcation line and sort of ha-ha-ha, but, and then was taken, like, and apparently before COVID there was North Korean soldiers that would sort of guard Mm. it. But since COVID, they've been inside buildings, not standing outside. And so he probably couldn't see the North Korean soldiers there. Maybe. Mm -hmm. Speculation is that he couldn't see them there, but they were there. And now he's being held, which is kind of freaky.
1: How do they even know that he's a soldier?
0: Oh, how did North Korea yeah, know that he yeah, was a soldier? Yeah. Well, Do they know? Did they I don't think they'd need to because yeah. anyone that does fucking shifty moves in North Korea, like remember that high school student or that college student that ripped mm-hmm. down the poster and then yeah. got he died. So, in I, it wouldn't matter if he was a soldier or not, you you'd cross that line, you're mm-hmm. in trouble.
1: I bet he's in real shit.
0: Yeah, well, a spokesperson for the US military has said they're working with their Korean People's Army counterparts to resolve the incident, but I mean, we they really. They could don't say much...
1: that that's an invasion, and. Uh, no,
0: truly.
1: Man, he must have. <laughs> what would you have to do for defecting to North Korea to be the better option? I know.
0: Than... Or, him, like, perhaps he had had a mental break or something. Mm. So, apparently, right now, um, analysts are saying Pyongyang might use him as a propaganda tool to criticise the US military because he was a soldier. So, it's probably more of a, saying like, Saying theoret- even
1: coming here is better than...
0: <laughs> yes. Um, so, maybe a lot of this is more, like, theoretical warfare, but mm. rather than him just straight up being, like, executed or something. But, holy moly. It's just a weird story because you don't really know what was going on in his head.
1: hmm and to be honest, we probably will never. I know. <laughs> I bet he regrets it, if he's of sound mind.
0: I know. Oh, it's freaky. If he's
1: still alive, to be honest.
0: I know. That's actually so freaky. I think he is, because they're working on how to get him home. No. So they must have had some form of communication. But my next story, I don't have a segue for it. Basically, Victoria, the state in Australia, or the specifically the dude that runs it, have pulled Is his out... name Victoria too? No, I think it's Daniel. Yeah, Daniel Dan, Andrews. Dan Andrews. Dan Andrews, whitest name known to man, has pulled out of hosting the 2026 Commonwealth Games.
1: Shit.
0: So, it's kind of, I was really trying to think of a good pun when I was writing about this this morning. Because it's like, they pulled out because they didn't have enough wealth to fund mm-hmm. it. But all I could think of was Uncommonwealth, which didn't really work. No. But I did it anyway because it's 6am, I'm dumb. And at 5pm. But anyway, essentially... Okay, first of all, I just have to say to you what I kept thinking when I read the word incident on that last news story. And it was... There's been an Oh, It
1: was just an incident.
0: (laughs) But I don't really know the law behind... Because I heard Max say it, but I think he was making fun of Leclerc.
1: Uh, yeah. So when Max Verstappen and Charles Leclerc were children, they obviously raced against each other. <laughs> yeah. And there's a clip online. And it's like, um, Max is complaining about Charles pushing him <laughs> off the track. He's like, oh, it's just not fair. And then they cut to Charles, who's like 11 years old. <laughs> and, and the the reporter, who's interviewing <laughs> old <Aligno Aligno>. children, <laughs> <laughs> racing go-karts or something, um, asks them about it, and then she was like, there's nothing, it's just an incident. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then... With his,
1: like, Justin Bieber... <laughs>
0: yes! But then I saw a video of Max, like, at the last... Oh, yeah, through. it became
1: a total man, oh, okay. you know, it was like, like a... Yeah, Top 10, F1, oh, okay. deep cut meme sort of thing. Okay,
0: well, if- I'm proud that I even saw the word mm. incident and thought intradent. Yeah,
1: welcome Lucy to the club.
0: I know. Actually, another tangent, but it's fine because so we've got time to burn. Mm. Um, I'm in the middle of buying new stickers because I'm going to get a new laptop. And one thing about me is my laptop has got to be covered in stickers. And there is a sticker that said it was just an intradent. And oh, you've got to get it. I like, I have to get it. And... Mm. Th- th- Interestingly, so I've got a Carlos sign sticker because he's my fave. But there's, there's no, um, like, Danny Rick. There's like heaps of cartoony ones. You want a like, Danny stick? Merchy ones, <laughs> yeah. Daniel but, Staccato. But he must have.
1: This can be our Shit You Should Car About merch.
0: Oh I mean, No, I really wanted to do. Everyone, I thought of Shit You Should Car About. Don't even <laughs> give that to Squish. Um, but Daniel Ricciardo must be on like quite on top of his licensing and shit because you can even get like Harry Styles and, and photos of other people on stickers on the site that I use and Danny Rick's like all over it. So
1: no Danny stick, no
0: Danny stick. Um, anyway, back to the Commonwealth games, which now seems totally boring compared to all the shit we've been talking about.
1: I'm, I'm cross. Yeah. For, for the, for the listeners at home, I'm staring at the back of Lucy's laptop covered in stickers. I'm also staring up at a box that she has maybe unpacked that's sitting on her dresser. Covered in stickers. Also covered in stickers. And a lot of the stickers are exactly the same. So while Lucy was talking, I was zoning up, trying to match up sticker to sticker.
0: Well, what's the big one that you can see on both of them?
1: Welcome to the Shit Show.
0: I have to buy that one again, don't I?
1: Yeah, that's a, that's a classic. There's uh, Andy Samberg uh, oh. from
0: Hot Rod. Hot
1: Rod, Life is Short, Stunt It. Uh, there's there's Pen15. There's a couple of <laughs> Um Trump. There's Lizzie McGuire from the Lizzie McGuire Show, the animated version. Um, what's the tweet? Billy Ray Cyrus, what to heck, which is one of Lucy's catchphrases.
0: A lot of these are being repurchased, just so you know, because some of them have been on across three laptops. Oh, you
1: got to have... Um, cool Lisa Simpson, I reckon. Yeah,
0: yeah. cool Lisa Simpson. I've actually got Cartman coming. I'll, I'll do a sticker haul on TikTok. Yeah, everyone, because I think that would
1: maybe be if one. you're maybe if you're a um, subscriber to the newsletter, she can do a I a can do uh, close friends or something for.
0: Yeah, close friends sticker tour. Yeah,
1: yeah. I think that's a good idea. <laughs>
0: that's actually a really good idea. Mm. Anyway, back to um, the Commonwealth Games. Back to the <laughs> incident. <instrument.
1: he> even... <laughs> okay, they're not doing it. <laughs> <Yeah>. Right. That's, <laughs> <Yeah>. the, that's <laughs> the end of story. <laughs> no, the story.
0: That literally is the story. Like, we keep deferring and then coming back, and all it is is that the headline is the story. They're
1: not doing it and they don't know where they're going to do it. No,
0: literally. Nick didn't even need to write a script to know what it is. Anyway, it got too expensive, so they stopped it.
1: it. Yeah. Well, they're going to do the Commonwealth Games. Probably. Probably. But I don't know where, and apparently not in New Zealand.
0: Not in New Zealand, and not in which New I
1: would think Australia. would be cool because they can do the track cycling at Athletic Park in Blenheim, and oh. that'll be pretty cheap. <laughs>
0: we've got the Stadium Two Thousand.
1: State- <laughs> Blenheim should host the Commonwealth Games.
0: <laughs> we'll start pitching for that campaign. Yeah.
1: We've got the we've got the Olympic-sized swimming pool, so that's fine. It's yeah. outdoors, but that's fine. No, there's actually an indoor one. There's a lazy river as well for this <laughs> to for them to warm up in.
0: <laughs> swimming against it.
1: Yeah. Um. Yes, I've thought about it. If we've got the running track at Athletic Park. Yep. We've got the cycling track at Athletic Park.
0: Is the kayaking? We've got the Taylor River.
1: Got the Taylor River. Got the Got the Wido River. We've got many rivers. Heaps of rivers. Oceans
0: close if they need triathlon. I oh,
1: triathlon! Triathlon. Yeah, they got this one. Swimming- oh, I actually Se- don't see what it's good.
0: Why is it so expensive? No, seriously, we can fucking set that shit up.
1: Yeah. And and Dan, if you're listening, give yeah. me a call.
0: I was about to make a joke about Space Olympics, Lonely Island, but I thought that is just such a deep cut and we're talking about the Commonwealth Games, not even the Olympics, so. So, oh, everyone, Lonely Island, if you're not across them, just go and listen to Punchy in the Jeans. Lucy, have
1: you listened, uh, not listened to, have you watched, um,
0: the- I, think Brothers? You, I think
1: you should leave?
0: No, but That's, you've shown me a clip.
1: It's produced by is it? Lonely Island, yeah, by Akiva, Yorma and Andy.
0: Okay, I need to watch.
1: It's actually really Um, funny. Me and Sophie have been watching it. It's it's really funny. It's a very niche humour. Yeah. But it's very funny.
0: This has quite suddenly become Culture Vulture, which is lucky because we don't have a Culture Vulture. Oh,
1: okay. Well, I've got heaps of content for Culture Vulture.
0: (laughs) Nick actually wants to switch roles. Um, But I have some good news. I do have some good news. Mm. And this, I hope you find good news too, because we have one game that we used to play on this thing all the time. I want to know if you remember. So... Neopets is fixing its flash games and working on sort of revamping and becoming a sort of mobile app as well. But do you remember for a while Neopets got into the NFT bullshit, wanted to create a TV series, did all this NFT stuff? Mm. They've put that down. They are now going back to their roots and have announced a new Neopets website's coming on July twentieth. It's still live on. The so
1: sp- it's Barbenheimer and Neopets.
0: Neopets. Like you are having all fucking highbrow, lowbrow, oh brow Like what are you supposed to do? So anyway, Nick, they're exploring ways to use um, a Flash player emulator to make the old Flash play- Flash based Neopets games playable again. Oh. And do you know what game I have been trying to play for years? What the
1: the Canyon the game? The um, no.
0: Let me say it, and I want to see if we're thinking of the same game. Okay. Hannah and the Pirate Caves. Yes. Yes. Sorry, that was the best game ever. So when I read this, I was like, I'm taking that to neck.
1: Oh my god. That
0: was the best. Hannah it was kind and of claustrophobic. Because yeah. it was
1: kind of like a reskinned Mario.
0: Yeah, I'm not no, sure. You're,
1: I don't I, know. But it was great. There was, um, I can't even remember much about it. I remember the little traps and shit, and yes, you had to jump around. Yeah. It kind of great.
0: in my head. It like looks a little bit like. You know, Minesweeper Mm -hmm. um, on your... I don't know why, but you're sort of, like, digging and... Yeah. So, anyway, Hannah and the Pirate Caves will come back, I hope. But Neopets, regardless, will come back. And then, if they can... I don't know if this will happen, but they want to, like, build a mobile app that's kind of like Animal Crossing. Okay. Like, sort of a simulation game called World of Neopets. And apparently, the plan is that you'll, like, be able to decorate your homes. You'll be looking at the world through the eyes of a neo Pet and you'll be able to play lots of games, so
1: that's very exciting.
0: That's a comfort. comfort
1: Maybe game. from the from the come down of Barbenheimer, the excitement of that, um, you can Jackson. go Yeah, turn the lights off in your room, pull the curtains and play Neopets for the weekend.
0: I was actually thinking like that's what we're missing. We don't have Club Penguin anymore, really. Don't have Mushy monsters.
1: I never really had mushy monsters.
0: Well you don't have Age of Mythology or, uh, no, Age Runescape. Of Rune-scape. Run Escape. Honestly, everyone, tell us if you think that the unhinged version of us is better than the scripted version, and we'll never try again.
1: <laughs> yeah, I've been looking for this excuse for everything in my life. And, and Just tell me not to try and I won't.
0: We'll just... <laughs> we'll just reread old diaries and always bring some weird anecdotes, because fuck, we have enough. We can
1: dine out on those.
0: We can dine out on them. But instead of dining out on them, use $15 that you might use to dine out... To donate to kids can because for 15 dollars you can fucking help a kid literally be warm fed make sure that they're able to learn at school it's a much better use of your money and if you can swing it you will feel not only really good about yourself but hopefully really good about the people that you're helping
1: i agree it, it does make you feel good
0: yeah us. it does and get out there we love working with Kids Can, and honestly, thank you to Kids Can for making this episode of The Shit Show possible.
1: Mm. Bye. Bye. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no brainer.